Okay, Rise Up theme song, take one. Answering the difficult and critical questions youth may face that relate to Mormon culture and teachings, this is the Rise Up Podcast, produced by Fair Mormon. Hello, my name is Nick Galetti. I'm producer of the Rise Up Podcast. This introductory episode will help you know what Fair Mormon is, what we do, and what this show is all about. So stick around. You just might be better for it. So what is Fair Mormon? Fair Mormon is a group of volunteers from a variety of backgrounds who seek to provide faithful answers to critical or difficult questions about the LDS or Mormon church. No, we are not a branch of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and no, we don't speak for the Church in any official capacity. But we love the Church. We take to heart the Scripture in Doctrine and Covenants section 58, verse 27, that reads, Verily I say, men should be anxiously engaged in a good cause, and do many things of their own free will, and bring to pass much righteousness. I was listening to the April 2014 General Conference, and there were two talks that were presented that got me thinking about what is being done to help the youth find answers to some of the difficult questions that they might have. How can I be anxiously engaged in that great cause? The first talk was given by Elder Jeffrey R. Holland, who said the following. With admiration and encouragement for everyone, who will need to remain steadfast in these latter days, I say to all, and especially the youth of the Church, that if you haven't already, you will one day find yourself called upon to defend your faith or perhaps even endure some personal abuse simply because you are a member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Such moments will require both courage and courtesy on your part. You may wonder if it is worth it to take a courageous moral stand in high school or go on a mission only to have your most cherished beliefs reviled or to strive against much in society that sometimes ridicules a life of religious devotion. Yes, it is worth it, friends, especially my young friends, take heart. I testify that the true and living gospel of Jesus Christ is on the earth, and you are members of his true and living church trying to share that gospel. Now be strong. Live the gospel faithfully, even if others around you don't live it at all. Defend your beliefs with courtesy and with compassion, but defend them. In courageously pursuing such a course, you will forge unshakable faith. You will find safety against ill winds that blow, even shafts in the whirlwind. And you will feel the rock-like strength of our Redeemer, upon whom, if you build your unflagging discipleship, you cannot fall. Additionally, President Monson added this in the priesthood session of that same general conference. We live in a world 
where moral values have in great measure been tossed aside, where sin is flagrantly on display, and where temptations to stray from the straight and narrow path surround us. We're faced with persistent pressures and insidious influences, tearing down what is decent and attempting to substitute the shallow philosophies and practices of a secular society. Because of these and other challenges, decisions are constantly before us which can determine our destiny. In order to make the correct decisions, courage is needed. The courage to say no when we should. The courage to say yes when that is appropriate. The courage to do the right thing because it's right. Inasmuch as the trend in society today is rapidly moving away from the values and principles the Lord has given us, we will almost certainly be called upon to defend that which we believe. Will we have the courage to do so? We will all face fear, experience ridicule, and meet opposition. Let us, all of us, have the courage to defy the consensus, the courage to stand for principle, courage not compromise, brings the smile of God's approval. It's from these quotes that the Rise Up podcast first came to be. We recognize the challenges that you face as a youth from a variety of influences in your life. So each week when we put out a new episode, we'll offer you something to think about, something that we hope that at least helps to put out a place in your heart to remain faithful, even when it doesn't seem like the most popular or even at times the most logical choice. But we believe that it's natural to have questions, but it's also healthy to want to find good, solid, faithful answers to those questions. We hope to be able to answer some of those questions you may have, or maybe even some of the questions your friends and family may have, questions you may just not know where or how to find an answer. So I've assembled an initial group of individuals who have been where you have been, who know some of what you're going through, but who also know what it can mean to build a testimony of the gospel through those hard times. So I want to take the time to introduce them to you. First off, we have Blake Dalton. I've known Blake for about six years now. He lives in my ward here in West Valley, Utah. He's a seminary teacher and one of the funnest guys to play basketball with. My name is Blake Dalton, and I live in Utah. Professionally, I teach seminary and have taught seminary for a handful of years here in the Salt Lake Valley. Um, I met my wife um, just after I got home from my mission. I served in the Oregon Eugene Mission, which is the greatest mission in the world. Greatest people just absolutely loved it. My wife and I have been married for going on 15 years, and we have five children. My family um, predominantly comes from back east um, in from Virginia. That's where my dad is from, and that's where his father found the church. Um, I graduated from Brigham Young University with a bachelor's in history 
and a minor in family life. I earned my master's degree from Liberty University in human services and marriage and family counseling. I absolutely love the gospel of Jesus Christ. One of my favorite things to study and to look for in the scriptures is how much Heavenly Father loves us as evidenced by this atonement of his son. It is always amazing to me to find evidence where he explains, even though we are not perfect and even though his children are are not perfect, how much he loves us and wants us to return to him. I firmly believe that he is doing everything he can through his apostles and prophets and the teachings of the gospel of Jesus Christ to help us return to him. And therefore, it's important to ask questions and to seek for those answers and to study things out and find answers for ourselves through the power of the Holy Ghost. And I am excited to do that through this podcast. And I hope you enjoy the content that's available here on this podcast. Next, we have Jimmy Carpenter. Uh, I've known Jimmy from the time I served uh, a mission in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. He was also a missionary in that mission. He, uh, when he got home, he was a police officer down in Arizona, but now he owns his own pest control business. Now, some might see that as not that different from his previous job, but trust me, they're quite different. Hello, my name is Jimmy Carpenter. I'm just doing an introduction about myself, a little bit of who I am, where I came from, a little bit about what I do for a living how I got introduced to the church, some of the callings I've had in church, and why I'm interested in this project and helping those who may be struggling or need some help with some questions regarding the church and issues that may have come up. Like I mentioned, uh, my name is Jimmy Carpenter. I wasn't always Jimmy Carpenter, and what I mean by that was I was born uh, Jimmy Bates, actually James Bates, but I always thought James sounded like an old man name, so I always went by Jimmy, and that kind of stuck. I was Jimmy Bates all through uh, school, growing up, even on my mission. I was Elder Bates, and then when I got home, I changed my last name to Carpenter because I was raised by my aunt and uncle, and they were like parents to me. So I got sealed to them and legally changed my last name. I had an interesting upbringing. Um, My biological mother took me away from my biological father at a very young age. I didn't grow up in the church. I wasn't introduced to the church until I was about nine. That's when my biological mother, she had some issues. She left me at a pretty young age. And her brother, which was my uncle, took me in and uh, had legal custody of me my whole youth. So I started going to church at uh, at about nine, and I was never pushed, which I love my aunt and uncle for that. They just always had me come to church with them, asked me if I wanted to attend Cub Scouts and then Boy Scouts, and I just met great friends, had a great upbringing in the church, They told me if I wanted to be baptized to let them know when I was ready. So I was baptized right before I was 10 years old. And I've been a member ever since then. I served a mission in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, from about 1997 to 99. 
great mission. I learned a lot about the gospel, the doctrines of the gospel, and really strengthened my testimony, that mission. That saying of a mission is is for you was uh, dead on as far as in my life. Uh, that's definitely where I needed to be was the Louisiana Baton Rouge mission. When I got home off my mission, I met my wife at a singles ward. I've been married for about 13 years and have three children, two boys and a little girl. Uh, Some of the callings I've had in church, I've served in about every position in the young men's as far as advisors in deacons quorum, teachers quorum, and priest quorum. I've been a first counselor, second counselor, and a young men's president. I'm currently a scoutmaster, so kind of had all the uh, aspects of young men's and served in young men's for quite a few years. I've also served in elders quorum presidencies, been a counselor as well as an elders quorum president. Also had an opportunity to serve on the high council for a couple years. And just had a lot of experience as far as seeing how the church works on the spiritual side as well as a little bit on the business side. You get to see that as a high counselor, how the the church functions, that there's a lot that goes on in the church. And so it was a great learning experience for me. Um, I'm interested in this project because I love the church. I have a very strong testimony of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I not only would love to share that testimony with those who may be of seminary age, thinking about attending seminary or currently attending seminary. In fact, I uh, might have the opportunity here starting in August to do some student teaching and teach a seminary class. And if everything goes well, you know, I might be able to move on and maybe become a seminary teacher, but that all depends on uh, the student teaching. So I'm very interested. I love the youth. Uh, Being with the Young Men's Program for many years, I have a great love for the youth. And I know that there's a lot of information out there on the church, and not all of it's always good. A lot of it's secondhand, thirdhand, and so on, the information that people get. And of course, as we know, with all information, not all information is always accurate. And there's always seems to be two sides to uh, information that people get. And I would love to share you know, my side and some of my feelings and my experiences to you know, strengthen um, maybe somebody's testimony this wavering a little bit. But I hope that uh, I'll be able to hear and read some of your guys' responses and be able to interact with you here shortly. Last but not least, Jonathan Max Wilson, or J. Max Wilson, as he's sometimes referred to on his blog, 16 Small Stones. He's a pretty fun and unique guy. I don't know too many guys that can program servers, then cultivate honey from his own beehives, has a puppet show on YouTube, and blogs about the gospel all in the same day. If you get a chance to check out his Facebook profile, you'll also see that he knows how to grow some serious sideburns. Hi there, my name is J. Max Wilson. I'm excited to be able to participate with you in this new Rise Up podcast. Professionally, I work as a software engineer, but my education is in English literature. I love books and poetry written centuries ago, including the Bible. 
I've been blogging about the gospel in the church for about the last 10 years, and I've had the opportunity to interact with all kinds of people and ideas. And in the process, I've had the chance to consider many criticisms and controversies about the church and its history. Over the years, I've tried to support the efforts of other bloggers who have wanted to provide faithful voices on the internet, and I've met many, many wonderful people who are supporting the church in small and simple ways. I've also learned a lot. One reason why I want to be involved in this project is that I would like to be able to help young people of the church develop trust in our living prophets and apostles. The views we are taught in society today increasingly seem to conflict with the directions we receive from our church leaders, and it can feel very intimidating at times to publicly stand up for the teachings of the church. But the church needs us to stand up and speak up for the truth. I hope to share some ideas and tools that can give you the confidence to share your own testimony of the church and of the prophets on the internet. And I also want to help you to be able to understand and respond to the kinds of criticisms you will unavoidably attract when you do. The Restored Church of Jesus Christ is absolutely amazing, and it is true. I look forward to talking to you more about it on future episodes. See you then. These guys make up a core group of contributors that we will hear from regularly. We will be bringing on other contributors and some special guests from time to time to help educate and entertain you. The best part of all this is that you can connect with us. Each episode has a blog posting at blog.fairmormon.org. You can go and comment. You can ask us questions, and we'll answer them, perhaps even on a future episode. So send us your emails, send us your comments on the blog, and we'll read those questions and answer them, perhaps even on a show. More importantly, we don't want you to feel alone. We don't want you to feel like there's no one listening or that no one has answers to your questions. Subscribe to our podcast, and we will help you find the courage and answers to defend your faith and help you to stand tall as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to this episode of Rise Up. This has been a production of Fair Mormon. This and other podcasts are available at fairmormon.org. The opinions expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the views of Fair Mormon or the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Please subscribe to our show in iTunes under the name Mormon Faircast. Questions or comments can be posted at blog.fairmormon.org in conjunction with this episode. Tune in each week for another episode of Rise Up. Thank you for listening. <laughs>